What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, the ace that runs the place, one half of the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast, man. I'm doing a solo episode, give you guys a little something to listen to, something to grab onto as we head into the next episode with me and the franchise as we talk about all things wrestling in the world of WWE, AEW, and the other promotions out there. Now, something big did happen, but I'm going to save that for me and the franchise to talk about. And what we what I'm referring to as big is we talk about Big E. Big E has cashed in his money in the bank briefcase. Me and him is going to have a conversation about that. I don't want to talk too much about that, but I'll say this today and I'll say this on the episode with me and the franchise is going to talk about it. Congratulations to Big E. Well deserved, man. I love that guy. I was watching. Uh, uh, matter of fact, did, did I see? I saw it that day. Monday, I think my my favorite Big E like catchphrase from the New Day podcast is the bumping meat or big man, big meaty man slapping meat comment. Like I watched that episode, like I watched the clip from that episode, and I was just like, dude, like I I, I just love like Big E, Xavier Woods, and Kofi Kingston's relationship, their friendship. I love. Seeing these brothers have fun, talk about, you know, things that talk about things that I'm into. Like all of them, most definitely Xavier Woods. And to me, it's like an embodiment of like who I am. Black dude grew up that love, still love grown man, still in love with comics, nerdy shit, whatever you, if you consider whatever you consider nerdy stuff, video games, comics, all type of shit. So Xavier Woods to me is kind of like the ultimate embodiment of all that. But all all three of them have something that I'm like I can relate to. You know what I mean? So, but like Big E, like Big E's like he's big, he's silly, he's usually shy and reserved at first. But once you get to know him, he's like you be like yo, this dude is this dude is amazing, and that's and I can relate to that too. But uh, I just love seeing those three guys' relationship, man. See how they always root for each other. Obviously, we know when Kofi won the title, we saw how emotional everybody got with that. And um, the long road that Kofi Kingston had to become a champion, to finally become a WWE champion in the, in the um in the company. To now we have his best friend, his brother, um, Big E, finally catching the WWE championship after a long time. It was a long time coming. I remember the Paul Heyman's talking smack episode he did when he kind of gassed up uh, Big E, talking about, you know, his time was coming. His time most definitely was was coming, well-deserved. And also, too, well-deserved run from Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley is, like, in his 40s, still kicking ass, still look like he could probably go another five shit, maybe ten years or something like that. That man... I'm like, if I had a physique like that, man, I'd be doing whatever I want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing I wouldn't do if I was Bobby Lashley. If I had a body like that. If I look like Bobby Lashley, couldn't nobody tell me shit. If you had a body like Bobby Lashley, like, could no man tell you anything? Like, dude, uh, you, nobody could say shit to you. You know, somebody might, they might still try to fight you and stuff like that. But if you had a body built like Bobby Fucking Lashley. Nobody will step to you, man. That dude is a, that dude is a, he was well deserved. Like I said, but like I said on my Facebook, man, shout out to WWE for having two. What I did that, but I had to correct myself. I believe four 
black champions, black heavyweight champions or whatever, black, whatever. Like Big E went into WWE championship. Bobby Lashley went into WWE championship. Sasha Banks was the SmackDown's women's champion. Bianca Belair was the SmackDown's women's champion. Then we could also go my man Apollo Crews and the Continental Champion, you know, for some for a little while. And then I mean we could go to NXT, Isaiah Swerve Scott, North American champion. So African Americans in WWE are most definitely I like what Biggie said it in the quote, man. African Americans is a good time to be a black wrestler. You know, black African American, however you want to say it, however you want to quote it wrestler in the business, man. It's a good time. It's a good time seeing all these brothers and sisters get some success, get the light that they deserve, the shine that they deserve in all their companies and all the all their respective companies. So it's good to see that. I'm happy to see that. But like I said, me and him is going to talk more about it. I'm quite sure he's going to have a lot of things to say about it. And, you know, so I just wanted to touch on some of that, you know, that little that little bit of tidbits right there. I'm quite sure I can have, I have more, I have more, we have obviously more we could talk about it, but it's going to be more we could talk about with him, when me and him come together, so, but I know, he, like I said, he's going to have a lot to say about that, alright, so today, just Tuesday, NXT finally debuted the new NXT 2.0. They showed the new setup, everything, and I'm not going to lie, I liked it. I liked it, you know what I mean? I was a little concerned, you know, how how's it gonna look? Is NXT 2.0 like, you know, what kind of what kind of mess they're gonna make of this or whatever like that? But in all honesty, the setup looked pretty damn good. It really did, you know. So kudos to the WWE for for you know honestly making a pretty good effort of this new NXT 2.0. How the stage, the setup of the of the the um, arena looks like the it, look, it kind of looked like the performance center. It looked like it looks like the performance center, but like a little bit bigger. You know what I mean? So I like the entrance. I like the they got like four, like three or four, like mini like titantrons in the uh, in the arena. So that's pretty dope. It looked good. It looked good. It was it's, it's cool. You know. It's cool. I still, I still feel like they they stole some of AEW's kind of like the the color scheme with the what look like the the what's I don't want like spray paint or whatever like how you want to call it, that kind of like that that multicolor splash or whatever like that you know that little design or whatever. So uh, I feel like they, like I said I feel like they stole some of these swag from that. But other than that, it looked good. It looked good, you know. So so I'm I'm not mad at that. You know, it's the first episode of the new 2.0. NXT champion Samoa Joe had to relinquish his title. Said due to an injury, undisclosed injury, he did really specific. Specify, sorry, what the injury was. My brother, the franchise, believe is a work. Um, I believe him as well because once when I listened to Samoa Joe explain or talk about it, he said that like you know, seeing that there's a new NXT 2.0. 
I want to, you know, and in my injury, I want to, and maybe, maybe he is hurt. Maybe he does have a, you know, a, a, a slight, you know, something, you know, a slight injury and maybe something, something's going on at home. You know, it could be anything that we don't know. You know, it could be anything, you know? So, but, but the message when he's saying like, it's a new era in NXT 2.0, the deserve a fighting champion. So I'm going to relinquish the title. And I felt, I felt like that was a good move. So, tonight, we had a fatal four-way for the NXT Championship. It was Tommaso Ciampa, Pete Dunne, um, Kyle O'Reilly, and L.A. Knight. Now, the two people that I thought was going to win this was L.A. Knight or Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne just signed a new three-year deal with the WWE. So, I figured, oh, this might be his time. He he just signed a new. He got the ink done dried. He just signed a new. He just signed a new deal that extends him with the WWE for another three years. Let him get that title. Let him get the NXT Championship. He's he's deserved it. Long overdue for Pete Dunne. I don't think Pete Dunne has touched gold since the um, NXT UK title. You know, so it would have been cool to see him with it with it with, it, with the uh, NXT. Championship, but my favorite, my guy, I thought was gonna win it was my man LA Knight. I love me some Eli Drake. Eli Drake, also known as LA Knight in NXT, is a very entertaining character, dude. I this dude, he he got a lot of the rock swag to me. You know what I mean? Like he got a lot of that rock, that 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 Hollywood rock swag to me. You know, and it's just like it's it's very funny. He like he know he knows how to work the crowd. He's a veteran. He's been around. I loved him in NWA Power when he was there. Um, he obviously wanted. And he was a TNA for a while. He was a TNA champion, the Impact champion. You know, he's been he's been around. You know what I'm saying? He's in WWE. Would he be better off on the main roster? I don't know. Possibility, yeah. You know what I mean? So, but. I, I like I like him in NXT. He's very entertaining. Uh, I thought he was gonna be he was my front runner to win it. But then it's like earlier that earlier that night he lost to I believe his name was Brett Breaker, and I was like, yo, this dude look a lot. This dude look mad familiar. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. But then when I ran to see who it was, he was like, oh, this is Rick. This is Rick Steiner's son. So I was like, yo, he looked just. He looked just. Like him, he looked just like him. Dude, look, dude, he had the same the the tights, the, the those those Steiner tights back in the day. The same, I'm like, yo, he had the same look. He looked like he looked like a young up and coming Rex Steiner in the business. I'm like, I'm not mad at that man. Like the Brett Breaker name, I was, I don't like the name, the Brett Breaker. Ah. Like that's that's not my name. I, I don't really. I'm, I'm not really feeling that. But you know, it is what it is. I'm like, yo, he in NXT. You know, he was in the Performance Center. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how much experience he has in in wrestling. You know, overall. But let's say this is the dude that eventually came up on the main roster. They'll change his name. He'll he'll be something else by the time he gets to the main roster. If if he if he does get to the main roster, he'll be somebody. He'll be something else. So. <laughs> That's that. But oh, my bad. 
Let me go back to the ADC championship. Tommaso Ciampa won the title. He got his goldie back. I, I just I just hope they don't go back to the Tommaso Ciampa Johnny Gargano feud all over again, man. We already done had that. They done, they done, they done fought like 15,000 15, times in NXT. I don't know if we really want to see another one, another one of those. Uh, I I like, like I said, the cat that I really, honestly, I can honestly see like beating him. I mean, him and him and Pete Dunk have a good few. Him and LA Knight have a good few. But I think Kyle O'Reilly eventually, eventually, is going to be kind of like the. The, the the face of NXT. You know what I'm saying? Like the young, fresh face of the company. You know what I'm saying? But I don't I, you know, I don't know. That's that's just my personal opinion. I like also I also like Dexter Dexter Loomis is a possible NXT champion. I really kinda wanted him to fight Cameron Cross, but that didn't happen. So for the title. So that's the you know that's that's whatever. And and speaking of Dexter Loomis, the ended NXT 2.0 with a wedding. And this was probably like the first successful wedding in wrestling, if I'm not mistaken. I believe this is the first successful wedding ever. There wasn't no interruptions or anything. It was weird, obviously, because Dexter Loomis and, 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 and Indy Hartwell, which I like I said, she's gorgeous to me. Like, that's a good lesson. I, I know it's fake, but that's a good pickup from Dexter Loomis. That is not a bad, that is not a bad pickup for me. You know what I mean? Like, that's a good move right there. I'm not mad at that. So, so congratulations to them too. I know it's like, I know it's only, it's only entertainment and whatnot, but that was the first, I believe the first very successful wedding in wrestling. You don't see, it's always something and wrestling when it comes to a marriage, you know, some sort of, if something happens, you know what I mean? Like another wrestler comes out, says whatever, another, you know, female, something like something happens that ruins the wedding for everybody. Like it always, it always happens. It never fails, but it did happen this time. So I'm surprised at that. I'm surprised at that. But overall, not like a bad episode of NXT and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's the new era. They're supposed to be going back to the old ways and stuff. Like I said, I like the like I, said, I like the set. You know, the, the new color scheme is, you know, like I said, I feel like they bit off a of AEW Dynamite. That's like I said, that's always going to be AEW Dynamite thing for me. But other than that, man, good, good showing. You know, I kind of wish they kind of like a lot of the people they let go. I kind of wish they kind of kept like most definitely like a Bronson Reed. Um, there's some people that was on the main roster that was on the main roster that probably could have went back to NXT. You know, I, I'm, st- I'm still like, don't find why they still got 205 live. You know, what's the point of having 205 live now? You don't have no cruiserweights. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, who, who's there? Like, who's there from the two, from the original OG 205 live? And he never replenished 205 live. There was never like a new crop of like cruiserweights that came in. Like, they got it. They had to do on 205 Live that was like damn near like 400 something pounds. I'm like, yo, this dude is not a cruiserweight. Why is he here? Why is he here? What is going on? Why is 205 Live still a thing? Why? Like, I don't understand. I hate that. Like, why is it still a thing? I don't get it. I don't get it. 
most of these cruiserweights, a lot of the people that's still there is on the main roster. And all they're doing is running around chasing Reggie for the 24-hour championship. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't get it, man. I don't get it, man. But shit, shout out to Kushida. Kushida, man. He got the title. So I, I like him. So, man, good for him. But he got a, he got a feud with Roderick Strong and Diamond Mine. And all I want to say about this is I do not like this faction. This I don't know what I don't like it. I don't like it. It's the weakest. This got to be one of the weakest debuts of a faction ever in wrestling. Like I felt like Retribution at for like a, maybe like a hot second had like a little bit of interest. Like oh, okay. Like when they when they jump like when they look like they had a they was about to jump the fiend and Alexa Bliss that was to me that was dope that was dope. Other than that, like I said, Retribution is no longer it's just Ace Mason T Bar. You know what I mean? But but like Diamond Mine, I thought I was, I was like okay, you know. And I, I'm a graphic designer. I, I'm going, I went to school for graphic design. I love the logo. I'm looking like, okay, I like the logo. I like the, I like, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, like, this could be cool. This might be all right. Man, they got Roger Strong in that joint. I don't even know the other two dudes they got on there. And then I seen them that added a girl. So I'm like, oh my God. Like, I, I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. But he posted a few with, because he's feuding with Kushida. And I guess Roger Strong is like, I guess now he's a cruiserweight now or something like that. Now he got to, he's going to, he's going to, you know, possibly win the cruiserweight two or five champ. It's just dumb, man. I just like that whole situation to me just don't make no sense. You know, and I just don't like that diamond. I don't like the diamond, diamond mine faction. I really don't. I don't like it. But it is what it is, man. It's there. It's here. You just see how long they last, you know. Hopefully WWE gets rid of this one quick. You know what I mean? They like to get rid of sometimes they'll have a faction and they'll get rid of it. They'll have a little tag team or something like that. And they'll just split them up within like a few a few months or so, a few weeks or whatever like that. So we'll see how that go. Um That's about it for that. Uh I see the draft coming up. The draft is coming up, so it's gonna be somebody's moving around. You know, it's gonna be interesting what to see what they do. You know, Raw, Raw needs help. And this is something I've been thinking about for a while. Raw hasn't been the A show for a long time. And I'm not talking about like a long time, like recently, maybe like five years, something like that. No, I think Raw hasn't been the A show for longer. I'm I'm going all the way back damn near evolution days, probably some years before evolution. I just feel like Raw hasn't been as good as SmackDown. Especially now with the Roman, the bloodline, the whole what all everything that SmackDown is doing right now is killing the game. Whoever is writing, doing shit for SmackDown needs to be doing stuff for Raw. Because Raw's killing it. Roman, I, I heard something, they was like, Roman making like, they was talking about salary for whatever reason. I heard something about Roman making like five million. I don't know if it was like five million a year or his contract is worth like five million, something like that. 
But if he made it five million a year, I'm like, man, he need more than that. Because the way this dude is killing the game right now, him and his his cousins, they killing the game, dude. And now you got Brock over there. You got the fiend, the demon back. I mean, the fiend, uh, Finn, the demon, the demon fiend, uh, demon Finn back. Becky over there. You know, they they made it. Yo, big, well, Biggie, obviously, obviously, he just left. He went back. He went to Raw. The cash in the title, but it's gonna be some bodies moving around. It's gonna be interesting to see who they move around. It's gonna be interesting to see who they move around. So, you know, I, I think you know. Obviously, I feel like cats like Drew's gonna move. Edge might be on the move. I was gonna say Seth, but I think Seth's gonna stay on SmackDown. I want to see the Seth. Versus Roman feud. That's a good three month feud right there. Don't three, don't two going at it. That's a good. That's gonna be a good rivalry, man. I love to see that. Um, Naomi, uh, Naomi, she's on SmackDown. I think she gonna stay. I can see like that. Usos, Naomi versus the Street Profits and Bianca Belair. I can see that becoming a thing in, in the future, in the near future. Um. I'm trying to think who else. I mean, it's gonna be some. I don't think it's gonna be a lot. I don't, I don't think it's gonna be a lot, but it's gonna be so. It's gonna be some bodies moved around and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be interesting to see who who gets moved. But I think Drew most definitely is gonna be. I think those are two big names, Drew and Edge. Most definitely is gonna be on the move. Um, come draft time in October. It's like the first week of October. So we go. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens. So let me talk about a little bit about what's going on with AEW. You know, so. But one thing I want to talk about with AEW is I heard, I saw something about Andrade was kind of like not happy about, I guess he was on Rampage. It was something about him being on Rampage and, or he's not being booked right. And I'm just kind of like, first of all, I'm like, listen, Andrade just got there. I don't know what Andrade want. I don't know if Andrade's not being patient. You know, I'm like, listen, AEW got like four shows. Dynamite on Wednesday, Rampage on Friday, and the two dark shows, AEW Dark on Tuesday, and AEW Dark Elevation on Monday. I'm like, you could be on AEW Dark, dude. And I don't even feel like that's a diss. You know, like, I'm much I'm like, Andrade, if I'm Andrade, I'm like, what would you much rather be? On WWE main event? WWE superstars or be on AEW Dark, AEW Dark Ele- Elevation, and you probably gonna have more comments. You ain't gonna be wrestling the same dude every night like you do on main event and ele- elevation. You're gonna be you're gonna be mixing it up with different people. You know, AEW does things a little bit different. They have the power ranking system. They had the ranking, so you gotta earn wins to get title matches. You know, that's how Christian was able to get a title match against Kenny Omega. That's how Jungle Boy, you know, Jungle Boy is like the first to 50, 50 wins. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, I mean, my best guess is get your wins up. You know, Miro, I felt the the same way people might feel about Andrade. I felt about Miro when he first got there, a.k.a. Rusev. I felt the same way. I was like, yo, Rusev not getting booked. He's not getting booked right. He done left WWE to just go to another situation where he's not being used. I'm like, is it Rusev? Is it him? Is it Miro? Is something wrong with him? Is he not good enough or whatever? Like, what's the deal? Why is he not getting booked? 
The next day, you know, this man, he done put that power pack on Rusev and he just shot to the fucking moon. He destroyed Darby Allen for the TNT Championship and has not looked back since. I don't know who going to beat Miro for this title at this point. Because I'm like, I couldn't see Eddie Kingston do it. It was a good match. That was a good match they had against in, in um, All Out. But I don't know who going to beat Miro at this point right now. This dude is looking um, unstoppable. Now, the only person, I say the only person that's probably, that's signed, and that kind of like, I feel like it's being booked well is Aleister Black, is Malachi, because of his story with um, Malachi Black, because of his story with Cody Rose and the Rose family. Booked right, he killing it. He killing it right now. And if he get to, get to do the other stuff that he said he wanted to do, man, he really go kill it in AEW, man. He's really go, he's really go, he really got something special going on over there. But Andrade, I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like Andrade got to be patient. I mean, you ain't really wrestled that much in WWE. You know, you wasn't really doing much. At some point, you ain't, like, I don't think they said he was on TV for, like, he wasn't on TV for months. He wasn't injured in nothing. He was just sitting and he just, he just put him to the side for nothing. Now you on AEW. I'm like, at least I'm like, if I'm on, if I'm on AEW and I'm on Rampage, whatever like that, first of all, I'm just going to do, like, yo, listen, I'm just happy to be here. He had a match on TNT. I believe yeah, he had a match on Dynamite. Squash, he beat whoever. Then he was supposed to have a, a match with uh, Pack on All Out, but it did happen because of travel issues. Had the, had the match with Pack on Rampage, you know. But I'm like, dog, you can be having matches on, on AEW Dark. You know what I'm saying? Dynamite is like full. You know what I mean? Like Dynamite, like that, I was like, that's one thing I'm now kind of starting to get concerned with AEW. It's like, I don't know how Tony Khan is going to manage to have all these guys, like, especially all these people he's signing to be on. Basically, like, if you were trying to get on air, that's going to be tough because you got AEW Dynamite and AEW Rampage. And those shows ain't really that long. You know, those shows ain't really that long. Usually, Dynamite is like four, maybe five matches. And Rampage is like around the same amount, four or five matches. Like, like Rampage is like an hour, hour long. I believe Dynamite is like an hour long. You know, so it's only, you only got so much you can do. You got either, either sign Punk you know, got Daniel Bryan, you know, Andrade was a big signing. You got all these people, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, yo, I just, I just feel like if you're not going to be on TV, you might not be on TV all like that, but you still got the dark AEW, dark AEW uh, elevation. I'm like, man, just, like, if you want to wrestle, wrestle. That's my thing. If you want to wrestle, wrestle, man. It's just, it shouldn't matter if you're on TV or not, because he could be on different, he could be in a different company. Like, he could be in a different company and it, it might not really get seen on TV like that. You know, so or not on a big network like that. So I don't know. I just feel like he, he should be more patient, man. Look at like I said, Rusev was there, had a little 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 run for a minute, cooled off for a little while, came back, new gimmick, loved the gimmick, the redeemer, his whole thing he do. I love I love these guys' favorite wrestler. All this other stuff like that, man. I love I love his new gimmick, man. And he's and he's talking like Rusev is killing it, promos, all type of shit, man. He is killing it, man. So Andrade just need to be patient, man. He there, he there. He wanted to be there. He could have signed somewhere else if he felt like he might not get enough time and stuff like that, man. He could he could sign wherever else he wanted to. He signed with AEW because he felt like it was the best move, man. So I just felt like man, you just got to be patient, you know. And speaking of another person. Um, Brian Cage has been, you know, came out saying he was a little frustrated, not getting, you know, not being booked right or whatever. Um, he, he said a few with, um, 
Team Taz. And I'm going to say this. I personally, since day one of the creation of Team Taz, has never been a fan of Team Taz. I hate Team Taz. You know, Taz, Taz, Taz to me is like a bootleg. It's like a cheap version of MVP. I, like if I had to choose a manager, somebody to be my representative, I'd much rather have MVP. And that's before. And I was like, well, who's good to the hurt business? Nope. I've been liked MVP. I much. I've been seasoned with, with MVP was doing the impact. MVP is better on the mic. You know what I'm saying? Like he got better. He got better mic skills than Taz. You know, is he a better wrestler? I, I mean, that's that's debatable, but I feel like Mike skills, you can't tell me that Taz got better Mike skills than MVP. MVP, MVP will, I feel like MVP will wash Taz on the mic, you know? And then it's like the team, he had Will Hobbs, his son, Hook, uh, Ricky Starks, and, and Brian Cage was on his team for a short. But now Brian Cage left, now you all you got is Will Hobbs, Ricky Starks, and your son Hook and Taz. I'm like, dog, ain't nobody, man, nobody... <laughs> Ain't nobody thinking about that. Ain't nobody thinking about Team Taz. But I'm quite sure Brian Cage got to get one more in with Absolute Ricky Stark and possibly another one. I don't know. He might have to get another round in with that boy, you know, beat him so he can move on to the next thing. I can see him feuding with Miro for the TNT title, you know, but like I said, it's just patience, man. I just feel like a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys, I feel like these, these like big names somewhere else. They come to like a new company, coming to this company, and he felt like, all right, I was a big fish over here. You know, let me take my big fish status and bring it over here. It's like, nah, man, sometimes it's just like, it's a lot of chefs in the kitchen right now, man. Some people got to be cooks. You know what I mean? Some people got to be, some people got to just take, you know, take less, you know what I mean? Or do, you know, or just take what he can get. You know, like I said, like, AEW got four shows, man. AEW got four shows, dude. AEW Elevation, AEW Dark, Dynamite, and Rampage. If you're not on Dynamite and Rampage, try and get on Dark. I don't see why not. It's an opportunity. You there to wrestle. You there to entertain. Why not? You gonna be on TV? Are you gonna be like I think Dark is on YouTube? And YouTube get views. Listen, man, YouTube get views. You know, I, I remember when I was listening. I was heard, I heard about. I think like Scorpio Sky was like kind of like complaining about. Him being on AEW Dark and stuff like that, but I'm like, yo, man, it's like you gotta, you gotta kind of start from somewhere. You know what I mean? You go to a new company, you're not automatically gonna be put in that top spot. You know, that's why I said I fuck with Christian, man, because Christian came in there and he put in the work. He he was he was on them AEW Dark shows. He was on, you know, he wasn't always on uh, on Dynamite, you know. And Rampage just came. Rampage just started. So I feel like, you know, guys, if a guy like Christian, his status can do it, then why not you? I feel like you know better than, you know better than Christian. You know better than the dudes that's under you. You, you know, you right there in the middle, man. So you might as well just go ahead and get in there, get your, get your matches in, get your wins up and stuff like that and, and go from there. You know, like, I don't see why not, you know, but, um, shoot, that's pretty much it for me, man. That's all I wanted to talk about. Well, how long I been? I've been on here. I'm on 34. I'm going on 34 minutes. Yeah, I kind of like when I do a solo, I don't, don't want to really talk too long, man. I could listen. I could probably talk about wrestling all day. You know what I mean? I'm quite sure I'm going to think about it tomorrow. There's probably going to be some things I'm going to think like, damn, I wish I would have said this. Wish I would have said that while I, you know, talking about it. But 
you know, that's pretty much it for me today. That's what some of the things I wanted to talk about. Like I said, I know the franchise and myself, when we get up, we go talk about more other, other things. So I don't want to uh, drag on too much about certain things, especially like I said, Biggie situation. Um, I'm sure you might want to talk about um, the, you know, the rumbles, AEW, some, you know, some people re- uh, regretting or might be feeling some type of way about now signing with AEW, whatever the case may be. So, and you know, the new NXT. So, uh, that's pretty much what I, I said. My piece, or whatever. So we gonna see what happens when uh, the franchise gets on board, and he talks about you know his thoughts and his opinions on you know what's going on and uh, what's going on today, going on in wrestling right now. So if you like, check us out on all platforms. Just type in Oreo Club Wrestling Podcast. You can catch us out on iTunes, Anchor app, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your podcast. Like I said, just type in Royal Club. Royal Club Wrestling, and it will pop up. And you can check us out at RCW underscore podcast on Instagram. Click the follow button, click the like button, click the share button. Check us out, man. We always going to be, we going to be continuing to, you know, drop uh, episodes, you know, weekly, monthly, whatever. And um, that's pretty much it for me, man. I'm the ace that runs the place, one half of the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. I'm going to highlight you guys later. Y'all be easy. Peace. It's the Royal Club.